0: Get this fucking music happening. Yeah, please, press that button. There it goes. It's good to hear it again.
1: Oh, no, always gives me a good feeling, yeah. that music yeah. is a semi-boner. I love interrupting
0: this music. You're good at interrupting. You're I am. You're good at ruining stuff. I've become expert in it. As, uh, we found out it's earlier. It's petering out now, it's nearly done. Yeah, it's can almost done. You can still hear it a little bit, though. It's still yeah, there. Yeah, it's bit. gone.
1: Welcome. Hello, world. The 1240 Hangover Cure podcast, back again for 2017, and it's episode 18...
0: Possibly something
1: Happy like 18th! That. Happy
0: 18th! Yeah! Um, Remember my 18th? Key to the door! Or, no, that's 21. That's 21. 21 yeah. Oh, yeah. No, shit. it's wrong. If we'd, if we'd actually had a podcast for the last three weeks, we would have we got to be 21. so rusty. We would <laughs> be so rusty at this. We'd know what number it was. Yeah, no,
1: it's 18, and... Uh, Apologies for the large break. Yeah, well, uh, you know, creative differences.
0: Creative di- Well, that was last week. Uh, <laughs> previous weeks, it was uh, sickness and busyness in general. That's right. I have my fortieth uh,
1: lunch celebration with family lamb. Yeah, and we just couldn't fit it in before that. We tried. No, there was uh, all sorts of difficulty. Yeah, so we just uh, we just sacrificed it, like the uh, like the proverbial lamb that it is. We just, just like uh, an Illuminati baby, exactly at yep. uh, Bohemian Grove at the, uh, the altar
0: of Moloch <laughs> in front of that big fucking owl.
1: Who? <laughs> um, well, I was just I making was, the owl yeah, sound. Be good, yeah. yeah. Yes, but it also yes.
0: sounded like I was saying asking who.
1: <laughs> That's right. There was two two meanings in there. It's a double meaning. It's Double. Yeah.
0: Uh, a double entendre. So, as they call it in France. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. You know, I really—I was actually quite disappointed we didn't end up doing it last week. uh yeah. Well, life. Uh, I was keen. Life we had a lot of topics, and we've saved them all up for this week. That's right. This is going to be a barn burner. And, yes. It is, isn't it? It's yeah. going to be a fucking um, a hoot. Well, yeah. Get can, it? I've done another owl can, joke. You can can the owl jokes now. <laughs> we don't
1: need any more owl jokes. We're going to talk about Bil- Bilderberg anyway because that happened. That's true. We will. Recently, I know. All of our four listeners will be keen to hear about our take on uh, what's going on at Bilderberg this year, and you know—that's
0: if they know what Bilderberg is. Well, Many people don't. Still, Bilderberg,
1: I think. well, it's—it's it's not exactly a public town hall, is it? No, it's. Well, does anyone know what happens in a public town hall either? <laughs> well, I don't unless, think they do, unless they go. But I mean, the media is freely allowed in in a town hall. Yeah, that's true. the difference there. They. Media does go to this, these things, don't they? They go to the Bilderberg, but only select media. Like
0: oh, the the big media um, organizations Post. are all represented, but they're also under Chatham House Times. rules, which means they cannot actually report on the specifics of who said what. No, uh, but they can report on the information. They just choose not to.
1: And dudes like Luke Rakowski, and that they you know intercept these guys at airports and try and get comments out of them. That's pretty funny. That's all over YouTube. It's pretty popular channel
0: i love his um his confrontation videos and i I was actually thinking just before like i didn't know bilderberg was coming up i'm not keeping track and i was (laughs) i was thinking to myself god he hasn't done a confrontation in so long he's doing these news reports they're okay he kind of yells into the microphone yeah he's trying to be funny i guess you know as as trying to be like on the bottom you know i won't endorse yelling into a microphone no you'd never you would never do that however yeah i i was saying I i was thinking i miss him and then all of a sudden i find out he's at the airport confronting everybody who turns up to Bilderberg. I was watching a a bit of that live when that was happening. so was I. (laughs) Him and Dan Dix and, uh, you know, going and just uh, harassing every single person. And they had proper press credentials and permission from the airport. So they
1: were saying that, you know, they got hassled and stuff. Yeah, they they, tried, but they couldn't throw them out. They couldn't throw them out because, uh, you know, they'd gone through all the bureaucratic stuff to be official media. So they could go up and ask questions and... I didn't see him get it. They didn't get a lot out of it. Like There was a lot of just complimenting of ties and scarves and jackets and stuff.
0: Yeah, that was it was strange because I, I, I wonder, like when you hear it over and over again, uh, to, to explain, Luke decided that he would open up with a compliment with everybody so yeah. that he would get them on Try the side of Try and disarm first, them a little bit. Which is, a, you know, it's a known technique, but it's a fairly cynical one. And when you hear it over and over again, you think, oh, that's fucking cynical. They're going to see straight through it. But I don't know if they did. because No, probably not. That. They don't talk to each other about it. So they heard no. it for the first time. And he's just like, nice tie. I really like that color blue. And they're like, oh, who is this sweet kid?
1: Yeah. Some now, innocent young why guy. Why are you trying to take over the world? <laughs> why? Have you got an agenda to kill babies? <laughs>
0: how's how's worshipping Moloch going for you?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dickhead. So- Pachyderm. <laughs> Yeah, so Bilderberg—it's a—it's a big uh, collection of of motherfuckers all in one place, from you know heads of corporations, uh, political figures, you know, uh, a lot of lot of Trump's administration more than ever apparently, and um, five five of his uh,
0: possibly several corpses, I believe the yeah. corpse of David Rockefeller was there, he and dragged the corpse his, of uh, his corpse. now we can't say this name. This is a big new Brzezinski. Brzezinski. Yeah. yeah, we can't yeah. say it, but fuck yeah. it. What's his? Uh, uh, what's I his... think I think they rolled out his corpse. Yeah, he was he was there, stuffed. Yeah, yeah no, he was uh, he was freshly he was embalmed, nailed up in a in a coffin, you know, Western oh. style, I believe. Uh, and, <laughs> this is and fun. And worshipped. This is fun. Worshipped Making fun, fun of cor- you know, yeah, corpses. Dead guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're cunts, so yeah, so, don't feel bad about it. No, they make some fun. They think
1: they oddly enough they would probably think about corpses a lot. You know, yeah, just the general population of the of the yeah. Earth being corpses. Well,
0: given their eugenics and they they want to reduce the population yeah, of the there's world. There's train going by. Hey, yeah, train. Hey, yeah, good Thanks on you for interrupting the podcast. Couldn't yeah, yeah. you have held off for forty five? Oh, fucking hell, I Cuts. hate those train drivers. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sons of
1: yeah. So they're they're dropping a little bit. There's a few of them dropping. That Kissinger dude is still alive. Yeah, I don't, that's know, slug, I don't know why that slug, slug can... of a human being stays alive. I don't know. He like he's a like a human jab of the heart, isn't yeah, he? I was just going to say that. I was just going to say <laughs> really? that. He's like jab of the heart. He in, really is. In uh, the form of a, you know someone who works for NATO or something like that.
0: Actually, that's one of my favourite confrontations. Nobel Peace Prize it. winner, isn't he?
1: Didn't he win a Peace Prize one? Um, he one a
0: peace, He's a Peace Prize winner, but peace he's also winner. a war criminal, strangely enough. I how believe, can you be both? So, well, how can you be both? Crazy world we live in. Who else it? won the Peace Prize? I think Obama may have may have snared one <laughs> for his uh, foreign policy. Uh, that worked out well, didn't it? Yeah, that's that's he's that's like what he's, policy is that? He's that's a Peace Prize for switching to drones and doing yeah it the cowardly for way. for doing it uh,
1: yeah. with remote control and yeah, uh, making right. it fun a fun video game for our kids to uh, join the military and uh, learn how to do, which is uh, you know. Uh, There's a lot of gamers out there, a lot of guys who sit in front of their computers, you know, just blowing things away all day. Might as well make use of it, you know, chuck them in the
0: military. Can I play a bit of this uh, confrontation with Kissinger? Because he's going to be the next to go, let's face it. He's definitely going to be the next to go. He looks like death. And I know um, our Seinfeld um, death uh, prediction did not come true. I understand that. We were kind of kidding around. I'm serious, dead serious about Kissinger. He has to go. He's as wrinkled. What's he gonna as, die from, dear? As my balls, pneumonia in fifty years' time. Dysentery. I don't know. I think <laughs> he's he's definitely gonna have, he's got to have Malaria. Problem, doesn't Malaria he? Malaria is gonna get him. Maybe I don't know. Unless he can get uh, you know half of his body parts switched out with technology, I think he'll uh, he'll go pretty quick. Oh, that's
1: a pretty scary thought, isn't it? Like
0: a, a mechanized jab of the heart. I'm gonna I'm gonna just try and play a bit of this confrontation because it's really funny. Okay, I, I might have to uh, skip Fire. forward. So this is when he's he's actually receiving the freedom award, and I think there he goes. He's getting the award there, right? And then I think Luke gets him at the table later. Here we go. There he is. Come on, go for it, Luke. Get in there, you little <laughs> bastard. There he goes. Shove he your goes. microphone in his Here face. He is. This is it.
2: Hi, Mr. Christian Pleasure. How are you doing? I just wanted to know, <laughs> uh, what do you mean Who are when you, you? said uh, what we do immediately unconstitutional it takes a little longer, the WikiLeaks document? What do you mean by that? Okay, come on. No, no, no. He's turning to
1: Arnold
0: Schwarzenegger. Arnold I mean, there's
2: I mean, a lot of trouble in, in Do you uh, know the agenda of the Bilderberg? What are you come doing? With Don't me? bullshit me. I'm, I'm here covering this event. Just wanted to talk oh. to you. Uh, we are change. And we want to know maybe Bullshit. what the agenda of the Bilderberg Group meeting is going to be in a couple oh, of days. Do you on. know? Get log, please. Uh, how does it feel winning the lost? How does it feel winning the Freedom Award when you're wanted as a mass murderer and
1: wanted <laughs> in many countries yeah.
2: and, and butchered? Those oh, gut punches there, Luke. How, how does it feel? You, you know coward. it's a lie. You self-serving coward. Get lord. I'm not a coward. You know this Freedom Award. He's, not, not. he's not a coward. No, he's definitely not a coward. He's got balls. You know it's
0: a That's a good one, that. I like it. What are you, my father? I like it because Kissinger engages him as a human and, and lets the emotion come out. Yeah. Whereas a lot of them, they try to maintain some semblance of, you know, calmness. Being level-headed. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you, sometimes you can really see it in their eyes. There's a great one with... Um, what's his name? Um, oh, that can't kind of, He's still alive, too. He should be dead by now. The Maybe old, he'll go next. Yeah, there's a fair few sort of... The, the, the Rothschild. What's the which Rothschild is the one uh, the current? I know, I know the guy patriarch. you're
1: talking about, but
0: uh, yeah, I can't remember his name. Jacob is it? No, yes. is Jacob, Jacob the young
1: one? I think Jacob. I think it might be Jacob.
0: Lord Jacob Rothschild. Yeah, yeah. There's a great. Con- anyway, I won't play. I could play confrontations for the entire podcast. Yeah, but that's awesome.
1: basically what Luke is sort of known for: getting in their face. Yeah, that's how he got famous. Asking them the ask hard questions. harsh questions.
0: Yeah, the interesting thing to come out of Bilderberg though was that he. Uh, through harassing everybody at the airport, one of the people that he harassed was this kid who came through, yeah. who was dressed in like a green t-shirt. And, Did he compliment uh, his t-shirt? Was it? I didn't. I, yeah, he complimented his t-shirt, or the fact that he wasn't wearing a suit at least. Anyway, he was like, oh, you yeah. know, that's cool, and uh, and he harassed him like everybody else, and uh, you know, blah blah blah. The guy rushed off, didn't give any statements, like most of them didn't. And then a couple of days later, I guess it was a day or two later. All of a sudden, an interview appears on Luke's uh, YouTube channel. A one-on-one. Star a one-on-one interview. with this guy. Yeah. Who somehow. Like, what's the guy's
1: name? What's this guy's name? Have you got this know?
0: guy's name is Boyan Slat. Is he Croatian or Serbian or something like that? I don't know. So, turns out he is a very very young. He's the youngest Bilderberg attendee ever, and he's got this little startup where he's trying to clean up the oceans. Clean up the oceans, all right. This is his big passion. So he's gone to Bilderberg. Uh, he's been invited because, I guess, his his organization's doing really well or doing good work or whatever. They they admire it, or at least... It's um, a good humanitarian cause they can get behind, Harvey. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, they're looking for opportunities to do good things. I know they, that. They,
1: they want to keep people alive just as much as they want to kill them. Yeah, well they want to clean up the ocean so they can drown more people in it. That's right. There's yeah. there's so much of the ocean still left to drown people in.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's really the most efficient way to get rid of that's the right. population. Just a whole bunch of them sink them. Yeah, sink them. <laughs> Just you know, all we need now is like a whole bunch of cinder blocks and a bit of rope and that's, we can we can That's you know. what
1: I believe those sort of uh o cruisers are for. But eventually they'll just start going out to the ocean and not coming
0: back. Yeah, that's right. And they'll get rid of people in large amounts. They'll keep coming back empty. <laughs> maybe it is. We don't know. I don't we know don't anyone know. who's been on one. We don't know. Well, maybe there's a reason for that. Have, don't, we have family that have been? Well, They've been on cruises. I don't know. Cruises, if you know. Yeah. I'll have to find out. Shenanigans aboard those boats. I'm telling you. Yeah. Stay off them. Anyway, yeah. so this this guy yeah, before we before we get off the topic, <laughs> which I guess it's too late for that, but um, he had some interesting things to say in this. Do you interview, know the, so what's thought,
1: the name of the cause he's behind?
0: Is it... uh, I don't think it's in the in the description. It's not in there, but yeah, no. he's cleaning up the oceans
1: basically. Youngest. Oh, it's just called
0: ocean cleanup, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah so it's,
1: not I that. Just, see, that's not a bad thing. I, I fully would support cleaning up the oceans.
0: Of course, you know? yeah, and they wouldn't. They've actually developed really good technology to do it. It's just stuff they just they just float them in the yeah. ocean, these things, and they just go go through, and they go go a bit slower than yeah. than the current, and they clean it up as efficiently as yeah. you know all the expensive. Have you got expensive a, have you got something queued up that you? Want to... I do, yeah. So this is him explaining, uh, you know, to Luke Rakowski basically, you know, what he experienced at Bilderberg and all that, which I thought yeah. was worth playing. to so. say. this is. Um, Boyan Slat. What goes on at Bilderberg? Uh,
2: you know, we of course need a network and funding to, to clean the ocean. So, um, yeah, so of course there were sort of certain upsides and downsides to being there. The downsides being, you know, PR risk. The upside being uh, uh so he's aware these of people. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I received an invitation a few weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, and, and decided to, to make use of the opportunity to... Uh, uh yeah, to, yeah risk uh, versus to rewarding introducing yeah. people so that's to my work to to clean smart kid um so, so i think it sounds like of course i after i received the invitation i googled about it you know, read a lot of stuff um and i think the um yeah what, what was <laughs> yeah, your impression? this is yeah i think it. you would be quite disappointed uh um, if you really think it's sort of a conspiracy, uh, um, you know, new world order kind of thing. Um, it felt like many other meetings. Um, yeah, uh, it was just a group of people talking, you know, long days, discussing topics. And yeah, I, I really, you know, I didn't see any you know, weird stuff, I would say. But, um, <laughs> weird that'll do, stuff. That'll
0: do. That's basically, yeah. it. he repeats that a few times. He talks quite long, this guy. Yeah. I'm not sure how he's got time to clean up the oceans when he's pattering on... Taking so
1: long to explain and ahhing, but
0: um, no, good on him because, you know, he's obviously a, a smart guy. Um, speaking in well, English might not be his strength. I but. think he didn't want to buy into all the propaganda maybe, so
2: yeah. he
1: thought, well, you know, it's, it's worth the PR risk to attend and actually see it for myself and experience it myself to, you know, give an opinion on it.
0: Yeah, well, you know. I mean, look... This idea that Bilderberg's Decide some big, it's good or big secret meeting. It's not a secret meeting. There's a, there's a web, website, well, Bilderberg.org or whatever. You they, can go there. You can see who's supposedly going. There is a certain talking. amount of information released about it. So there's it, a public, public front
1: room. to yeah. it. There's, and a and a list, there's a list of guests produced. And
0: they're not going you know, to... Not everyone's on
1: there, though. No, no. Know, there's, there's plenty of people bird. who
0: turn up. You know, a lot of the Trump administration turned up. I think three, three or four of them. Um, mm-hmm. And they weren't necessarily on the, the list. You that's know. right, yeah. So, they, they just arrived. Uh, we, know, we know of several people who were seen going in who were not on the list. So we know that the list is not complete or maybe there's late entries that, you know, they don't do have think, time to update the website. Well, do you, it doesn't take that long, Do you it? think it's because of people's effort
1: to sort of expose that there's a meeting and stuff and that they speak in secret, you know, basically media blackout, that, you know, that's resulted in them saying, well, we have to release something. Yeah, you know, I, something I would say so. Although, for people to chew on so that they gravitate towards that and you know we can still talk about
0: my guess would be that there there are layers layers of meetings and Bilderberg's the front layer and then you've got things like Bohemian Grove which is known of but nobody can go in Oh, Sorry. that was good. Um, that was me bumping the table. You know, and then you've probably got the meetings we've never heard of that happen, you know, in the background yeah. as well. Because they've got to do these things face-to-face if they want to keep it secret, I guess. So That's right, yeah. They, you know, they've put in, in place a nice big brother police state monitoring system for the entire world, and now they have to actually, like, work around their own system. They don't want to get, you know, mm. end up watching themselves jerking off to their laptop. Yeah, so
1: anyway, Bilderberg happened. That young guy was there. He didn't seem to think it was... Anything wrong with it? What do you think? I don't, you know, I don't know what to think about it other than... I don't think it's that big a deal, to be Other honest. than, other than uh, you know, this... Like you say, there'd be so many layers of this that'd be happening on a daily basis, probably. You know, those guys networking with each other, talking about ideas and what they the want to do. topics that
0: they were discussing? There was actually an interest Yeah, there was a list
1: of about 10 or 11 topics, wasn't there? Um, I know...
0: I'll try and pull it number
1: up. Number one was something like how's Trump doing so far kind of thing. Not in so many yeah, minutes, but...
0: It was a um, performance report or Performance something. review yeah. of the Trump
1: administration. Was the current, uh, here we go. The current I, administration. I'll,
0: I'll read these out. I think they're worth they're yeah. worth knowing. This so, is what they uh,
1: allegedly talked about. This is the
0: 65th meeting, apparently, too, which yeah. sounds significant, doesn't it? So. Well,
1: I, I did want to mention, actually, just before you go into that, that it's the first time that a representative of CERN has been invited to the Bilderberg That's meeting, right. Which yeah, a lot yeah. of people found pretty interesting because... Of course, CERN is, uh, uh, you know...
0: Rife with conspiracy theories about what CERN are up to.
1: No one knows what the hell goes on I, there, I believe really.
0: they're trying to... Uh, last thing I read was they're, like they're trying to open an intermen- interdimensional portal through which Lucifer can arrive or mm. something. Yeah. Weird those, stuff. Those, those nerdy poindexters yeah. are Satanists too. Imagine that. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. the, the topics for discussion at Bilderberg were the Trump administration, a progress report, Progress, yeah, yeah, because they're like his school teacher, and that's you know, right. Giving, he him, has a, to, giving he has him a grade, I bet he got a, a C or so. I yeah, I don't think he scored that well. Nah, I would have wanted wanted
1: to you know make him think that you know there's a lot of areas to improve on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's got to but step up a little bit
0: more. Maybe maybe a, like a B for attitude. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A C definitely, C for grade. plenty of room for improvement. Yeah. So transatlantic relations,
1: options, and scenarios. So that's the uh, transatlantic partnership. Deal that was yeah. broken up is certainly not off the table. They
0: no, they're uh, still pushing for still that.
1: Definitely forming that, um, uh, that structure. They point three
0: is about the same thing again. The transatlantic defence alliance: bullets, bites, and bucks. Oh, that's catchy, uh, yeah. isn't it? It's uh, it's certainly got some uh, alliteration and assonance <laughs> about it. So I don't know what that <laughs> means at all. To be honest, uh, I wish I was there to listen to it. Um, the direction of the EU. Uh, down is the direction of the <laughs> EU, I believe. Yes, yeah, so that's accurate. Member countries leaving in droves, so that's something they're panicking about because yeah, how can you get in a new world order if the consolidation goes backwards? That's right. We've got to have
1: them all together under the same currency. Is
0: Five right? is a really interesting one. It's can globalization be slowed down? so I don't know if they're saying that from the point of view they're trying of, to slow
1: a playlist play this
0: is that what they're trying to do I don't know if they're saying maybe we should slow down because there's too much resistance to it or they're saying can people resisting it be successful in slowing it down there's too many woke people too many woke people. That's, that's exactly uh, that's right. That's what they're complaining about there, I reckon. And interestingly, they say slowed down. They don't say stopped. No. That's not an option. No, they're not going to stop. Can't be stopped. Well, but can't. Can it be slowed down a little bit? Can Maybe. We, yeah. Mm. Can we can
1: we s- uh,
0: slow play this a little bit so it goes more under the radar, possibly? Yeah. yeah. That's probably probably where they're coming from there, I think. Mm. Jobs, income, and unrealized expectations. Well, really? that sounds like just a bullshit topic to me. <laughs> The war on information now, obviously, that's a huge one for them because you've got the internet and all these
2: <sighs> decent
0: all these yeah. decent people speaking out and uh, and exposing them, you know. Uh, so the war on information for them has got to be the biggest one of all. That's you know, got to be. They've got their huge, little right? fake news campaign. You can, and can all talk that about that all day, day, basically. Yeah, so that's really a fake news topic, which we covered on the podcast weeks ago. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> catch so, up, Bilderberg. Jeez. Jesus, Bilderberg. I know you only meet <laughs> once <laughs> a year, but you know we skip three weeks at a time too. <clears throat> why is populism growing? Again, I think that's about people believing things that other people believe that aren't necessarily why fact-based. Po- why is populism growing? Populism, yeah, I guess that's, that's... a
1: weird term to me. I don't know what that means.
0: It's the popularity of things that are popular? Yeah. Is that what it means? I think I, so. I don't know, but that's...
1: what I take it to mean, but it's that's...
0: Interesting that they're talking very about Very vague
1: now. and, you know, unspecific...
0: Um, number nine is um, Patsy, I mean Russia in the international oh, order. You just snuck that in there, didn't what? you? No, no, I just well, yeah. I misread it. Slip of the tongue. I misread it? it. They look the same. <laughs> Patsy. Global Patsy, Russia and don't, the international don't order. He'll
1: piss off uh, Vladimir. He'll, he'll, he'll come after it. He'll just. some Some. Summer Amanda will just turn up. Some Amanda, will just, a up. That's a good Some Amanda will just turn up with and blow poison into our faces. I'm
0: not calling we'll him die. Patsy in a bad way. I'm saying that he's basically the, you know, the Lee Harvey Oswald of the whole conspiracy. They they're blaming everything on Russia. Yeah, he's all this election boy. hack. I mean, this election hacking thing, I would like to do a whole podcast on that, because that fucking is a load of crap. And the media has yeah. now changed and they've got a much more convincing face. Have you noticed, like in the last week or so, the story all of a sudden has all of this invented substance to it, which again, if you look into it, is a load of crap. I haven't followed it, to But be it's honest, much but... more convincing now, because yeah. before they thought, well, we'll just say it was Russia, and everyone will believe us. Yeah, and now no one. And all of a sudden, that. people are going, that just doesn't sound realistic, and you haven't really established any facts about that, and Quite blah, blah, blah. baseless accusations. And they're like, oh, facts? You want facts? Righto, then. Give us a couple of weeks... To write some. We'll give you some facts. We'll, we'll give, give some you some alternate facts. facts. We'll give you... Yeah, we'll bamboozle you with the, uh, you know, like um, hacking jargon and stuff and make uh. it sound like we know what we're talking about and you'll just believe us. Anyway, Your let's not pieces. They'll get into that. It's another, completely yeah, it's like another that. topic. It's not build a uh, The Near East. I don't know what that means. East of where? Everywhere is east in the, Near in the globe. East. Um, nuclear prol- proliferation. Um, I assume that just means they're more, planning. More nuclear. Planning to set off nukes. Uh, just... Probably trying to get the timing of when they're going to prol- proliferate those nukes. Yep, yeah, um, I'd say
1: that's probably accurate.
0: Twelve, China. That's that's there every year. Yeah, they. That's just a placeholder. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's always there. That's a constant. They, uh, they know it's going to come up. That's always a talking point. I think yeah. uh, when these elite guys get together, they they just they they're they're just talking like, about China.
0: How about that China, right? Eh? How so about China? Yeah,
1: China. So yeah, anytime the conversation dies at Bilderberg. <laughs> Someone just says, so,
0: China. And then, and then the conversation resumes. Yeah, it just yeah. all resumes. Yeah, it's a good... Uh, yeah. And the last topic is current events. Current events. That's a bit of a lazy one, I think. But anyway.
1: That's if they have time,
0: they'll Again, talk about it. it's a placeholder. They probably talk about China in that one too. Yeah, that's, that's China as well. <laughs> so that's what they apparently talked about. China and Russia, that is. To me, the most interesting ones are the war on information and the globalization being slowed yeah. down. Well, and that Trump administration look, one's pretty funny because, assuming uh, also, you know, recognizing that they actually had four, three or four members of the Trump administration there, they're giving the report directly to them. Yes, like they're giving they're them a scorecard. There, sit
1: there and cop it.
0: Plus, uh, not to mention that the the meeting was held in Chantilly this year, and that's basically walking distance from the White House, I believe. Uh, in in terms of you know, when you're talking about people who have jets, right? Yeah, so um, they may have snuck Trump in. You never know. They've done that before. They, I think they must be some sort
1: of underground entrance, right? There's got to be some sort of.
0: They snuck Obama in, right? When he was first, um, when he first became president, I can't remember. I believe they did just before he became president. He was snuck in. So no doubt he was at one of the meetings anyway,
1: because that's who's really running the world. Let's face it. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it is Obama. That that is the shadow government. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama.
0: (laughs) And strangely enough, none of this stuff mentions terrorism which is strange because we're being told that that's the scariest thing and yeah, we world. need to we really need to worry about that at the moment yeah, yeah. oh I am did you know we had terrorism in our backyard? Yes, orders? yes. You pointed you, me directly to it. Yes, I have already told you about this. You said, this said, is all just a ruse for the audience. Yeah, that's right. Pretense of a conversation I that know. we've already had. I know. You came to me basically. You've really exposed that and, and to, made it. Well, I'm not the, into conspiracy. Oh, <laughs> um, I right, we'll be genuine. We've like, talked about this before. I like already. to be
1: transparent about this, these things. But, but I actually didn't know about it, and you, and you told me about it, and then. Uh, yeah, apparently there was a smoking object. A yeah. smoking object.
0: Let's just take it straight from the news. This made the news. Oh yeah. This so is, this is uh, we don't national
1: need... national news.
0: Seven News Melbourne. That's that's I statewide. That's, I believe that's uh, international. It's statewide. Pretty sure everyone, everyone watches this. If Facebook's for, any indication, for a, for a laugh, probably they do. Yeah. I'll play the report and then we can uh, we can talk about how funny it is. Okay. A Melbourne Street has been shut down. And Melbourne street, street, that's just around the corner. Called in after a suspicious smoking object was found near a bank. Officers were called to Main Street. And... I believe you've been referred to as a suspicious smoking object. <laughs> <laughs> seen speeding away, the explosive response unit cordoned off the area and used a bomb disposal oh, was robot off. to investigate the device. And they got the robots they Safely yeah. disposed of the object a short time later. Well done, police. well done, please. Well done, and yeah. they they Applause. got they got to use their robot, which they is fantastic. Pull, pull I bet they the enjoyed robot. that. I bet
1: you that uh, that exists just just at the local. Where do you reckon that came from, Danny Nong?
0: The smoking object or the no, robot? Well, the robot would have come from Danny Nong, probably. The yeah, the robot. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. They're keeping that robot just. Uh, the just, smoking object. Um, I don't know. Everyone's got a bong, haven't
1: they? That could have been <laughs> that could have been produced anywhere. Let's face it.
0: So the, the funniest part of it, well, first, all, I, I do want to talk about something that's a little bit serious about this news report. But I also want to, like, just list out a few of these comments that come below. Oh, yeah, quite, yeah. Quite amusing. Because,
1: yeah, it's, it's not like Pakenham's a bad place or anything. Is it? Well,
0: you read some of those comments and people might think different. Uh, well, Martin Reuter uh, says, A stoner probably just left their bong on the ground whilst getting cash from the ATM and forgot about it. Well, that's that's pretty plausible, isn't it? Well, it, it, if you're a bong smoker, you do have a bad well memory, especially short term. Yeah, it true, really affects yeah. the short term. It can do. Um, Paul Bradley had some insightful comments. If a bomb went off in Packy, it would be an improvement. Oh, boy. he nailed us. But Rory Peters <laughs> takes it one step further. Oh, no. He says, I think Pakenham would be the last place anyone would bomb. So that means not only... Not even worth bombing? We're not even worthy of terrorism. Oh, come on. You yeah. know, and this is something I'm about in previous podcasts. You know, I I feel we're worthy. We can have a good terrace. I attack. bet you Rory doesn't even live in Pakenham.
1: I bet you he doesn't even live in in, in Pakenham at all. Nah, Rory's anti Packingham. He's well, he's clearly he doesn't think much of it. Yeah, does he? He certainly. He probably knows about it though, because that's probably, probably it's on point. Really, when you think about he it, he would have had yeah. to have been here and seen it at least.
0: I think of this as like you know, you know, when uh, every four years there's a there's a bunch of countries vying for the Olympics. There's a bunch of Buntries. A bunch of Buntries, uh, a bunch of cunts. Bunch of cunts, yeah. Vying for the Olympics, you know, the honour of hosting oh, yeah, the Olympics.
1: Oh, yeah, you got to have the Olympics. As,
0: yeah. as, as you know, as an as a upstanding member of Pakenham, I think we should vie to host the next uh, terrorist attack. You know, I think we're worthy, we can do okay. it, we've got the infrastructure. How do we pitch this? How do we pitch this? Well, there's no board for this, unfortunately. <laughs> there's, there's no international uh, terrorism selection board. No one board. we can write a letter to and appear um, to? But but London's got three fucking attacks. Look, I love London. Don't get me wrong. Okay, but three attacks in three months. Okay, they're getting they're hogging it all. They're getting way more than their share. They're hogging all the terrorism. Aren't you they? know, um, I don't think we've got a bridge here, so we couldn't have done the London Bridge one. But no. we certainly, I know we've certainly a, got cars and vans and stuff. There's a stream
1: that Plenty they can, vans. you know, contaminate or something.
0: Absolutely. I mean, look, I look. Obviously, Not that anyone never goes there. But. Obviously, I don't want to make light of terrorism. No. Because However, it's, it's quite a serious... I do feel passed subject. over. I feel passed over. What this we... is all we got is a bong outside an ATM. You know, and uh, honestly, I, I tried to be scared of it. But but my first reaction I when I laughing. heard about this, like, like Mariella talked about it, I said, let's go look, let's go watch the, the robot. Let's go. Yeah, and She's let's like, check but it out. isn't that dangerous? And I'm like, I don't think it will be. No. no I, I'm not really scared about it. You know? It must have been, what, what time of the day did that Get reported. Uh, I it mean, was uh, night time. It was pretty late in the evening, I think. Uh, uh, yeah. it was a week night. Don't remember. Week night. Let's no. have a look. Uh, no, not said in the news report. Nothing.
1: Nothing else was happening anywhere other than fourth in, of
0: June. When was that? That was Packet, six days ago.
1: Where someone left a smoking. Oh, it's a
0: Sunday. So yeah, it was. Maybe it was Saturday night, and they reported on the Sunday. It might have been Sunday night. However, the good thing about this, this is something that's really advantageous for both you and me. Is when we talk about terrorism, right, and we say, oh, you know, the best way to handle terrorism is to not be scared because terrorism is designed to create terror. So if you give them that, you're actually letting them win. That's right. And people go, well, you just wait until terrorism comes to your backyard. Now we can say. Already already has been. It's been in our backyard, buddy. Didn't you hear about the bong by the ATM? Down on Main Street. Down on Main Street. That's right. That sounds important and it is. It is.
1: Why does having Main Street make us sound like we're in the 1850s? It's so backwards.
0: Yeah, Uh, it it is kind of... It makes it sound like a small town. It was outside
1: a bank and we... we, Actually, we skipped over this, but I really want to talk about the the BPI thing that happened in the Philippines with the banks.
0: Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah,
1: well, go go for it. What do you know about it? Well, I don't know much about it, but uh, all I know is... There must have been some, some pretty lengthy ATM queues. As from what I know, like from being to the Philippines and just getting money regularly from an ATM. Yeah. Like you can go there sometimes you can go there and there'll be thirty people in line.
0: Oh yeah. To get money yeah. out. Like that's pretty, if it's if it's payday. Yeah. Everybody yeah. gets all their money out on payday. So that's it's right. it's very much a cash economy there. So the um so, the story is Yeah, what happened here yeah. was basically <laughs> i love this story i just love it
1: the bank uh had a glitch they called it a glitch it was a glitch apparently glitch in their systems and double debited a lot of accounts everyone's account maybe i don't know well that's
0: that's what it says in this this news report however i've seen screenshots of people's bank accounts and they've got billions of pesos billions Like 7 billion pesos. So maybe they, you know, happened triple, quadruple in some way. Well, cases. unless they were doing a transaction where they were crediting their this account. Where does extra money 3. come 5 from? Billion.
1: Where do these extra pesos come from?
0: Well, uh, I don't know. Do you believe money is real? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> how, can uh, they, how can they just
1: produce extra money? How does news that work?
0: Newsflash people, and if this doesn't prove it to you, nothing ever will. Banks create money, they don't have any. From nothing. They just type it into your account. And it exists, and that's the truth. And you won't believe it, and you'll try and ignore that for for years to come. But unfortunately, you can't ignore it. Banks create money when they, they just loan invent it. money to they you. Just invent it. They don't have it. They don't actually have. They're it. They're not giving you other depositors' money. They're not giving you uh, equity in their gold stocks or something that's They're in their. They're actually
1: just diluting the money supply even further.
0: Exactly, and every time they do it, it risks uh, inflation. And it risks, and that's it's the hidden tax. Anyway, that's uh, something uh, we're going to talk about in an upcoming upcoming podcast. Yes, we will. Uh, we'll have to get into. So we'll leave that topic. We'll leave you in denial but, if you uh, haven't already looked into just this. Just imagine
1: the lines in front of these ATMs after this got out. However, if that's not
0: true, how did this BPI glitch actually happen? If if banks can just type a number into an account, even if it's a even if it's a glitch, a computer glitch, then and, and people can take that money out of an ATM, then how is it that banks aren't creating money? This to me is proof. It's kind of proof. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They can also reduce the money supply because they can apparently try to correct the glitch. Yep. But the funny thing about this story and the thing that I love the most is when Mariella was telling me about this, she was like the the, the government and the news reporters and everybody from the bank is saying, whatever you do, do not take out this money. This money is not real. It's you do not own it. If you take it out, you will be prosecuted. Yeah, you're a criminal, basically. And uh, as you can imagine, that you know the entire population abided by this started to grow. Listen to the guy saying it; it's hilarious.
1: (laughs) So, what about those clients who uh, apparently got more money than they originally had? What do
2: you advise that they should do? Well, I hope they don't spend that money, right? I hope they don't spend that money, Uh, but. Um, you know we'll it's obviously money that 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 uh, is not theirs Is not really theirs and uh oh. we'll, so we'll make that correction today too uh, oh good you know this 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 thing was a, a there's a guy a, who's
0: quite nervous today. about what's gonna happen yeah. he has it no happens idea
2: sometimes uh it hasn't happened in a long, long time. But, but it Hasn't <laughs>
0: happened in a long time, so that's a plus. He has nothing to say. He's no. like just shitting his pants. Oh, absolutely. He's like, yeah. Whatever you do, don't spend the money. And I, I really hope why, they don't spend. Why the would money. he be worried about that? Because he has absolutely no way to get it back if they spend it. No, if it's if it's then it's in the in the system, isn't it? It's... I just love the idea that people got like basically free reign to fuck over the banks. Yep. And they, I think. You know, I would say a large proportion of the population went for it. Just yeah. took it all out. I mean, I, if I don't you, see what would stop people. You know, as soon as
1: word got out, no, nah. just go straight to the ATM, pull out as much money as you can.
0: Plus, anyone who knows anything about computer systems should, which, which should be everybody who's under thirty, you know, or whatever. Exactly, um, would know that they're just lying about what happened. There's no glitch that can do this. There is no glitch. <laughs> There's, there is no glitch, and and they they're very careful to say this is Why not a hack. It wasn't hacked. Why did it happen? Well, why did it happen? How could it happen? Well, if you think about computer systems and how they work, right? They run these batch jobs yeah. that uh, run all of the uh, the transactions for the day or whatever, right? So they might do this. It all yeah, rec- reconciles everyone's account. Yeah. So the only way this can happen, they said, oh, well, what happened was we ran it twice <laughs> and, and all the debits were double. Well, how did they? How do we have screenshots of people's bank accounts with billions of pesos? Were they doing a transaction with half a billion pesos and it turned out to be a billion? I mean, it's not, not feasible. So the bank's lying about all of this stuff. They know the nature of money. That's why they're panicking. They know that if, if enough people go to the ATMs, they will literally all just run out of cash. And they probably flooded enough money into people's bank accounts to account for all of the pesos in mm. the country, or right. more, probably in excess of. I would like to think that anyway, because that would be fucking hilarious. That would make them real scared. because They'd be like, so every note is going to be in people's pockets.
1: Yeah, they can't print notes fast enough yeah. to catch up Exactly. the shortfall.
0: Anyway, I just, I just find it hilarious. And and as I say, oh, BPI it's, Bank. it's vindication for the people who keep saying, as implausible as it sounds, that printing money uh, is one way to make increase the money supply but so is loaning in a bank and there's actually proof and studies and so on you can go through all of the papers and whatever yeah. we'll, we'll do we'll, we'll link to some in a in an uh, upcoming podcast when we talk legal, about it. legal tender
1: is basically dead money has is, been is a just time. a
0: number in your bank account it means nothing and uh <clears throat> while it does dictate our lives uh <laughs> i don't know if it has to anymore no
1: there's you know. probably ways you know there's plenty of ways to be counter-economic and Get yeah. around it, get around you know, contributing to that whole exactly machine uh keep uh, you know keep going. I couldn't think of the word going then
0: yeah, well that, that might be uh <laughs> might be an indication that your brain's going, mate well, I hope not yeah hope not, because, uh, what uh, how how long have we gone for Are we um, do we need to wind up?
1: I was just gonna check that. 38 minutes.
0: 38 yeah. minutes. Well, if we start winding up now, we might be under we an might hour. might actually get to, you know, <laughs> 45
1: minutes. Um, do we have anything else that was really, like, let's, look, sorry for being away, because I know there's a few people that, you know, don't rely exactly on no, our No, they rely. Form. They're very heavily. But if rely. they don't yeah. hear hear our, you know, uh, sexy voices in podcast form, then, you know, it's probably a little bit depressing. Oh, A little yeah. bit of a disappointing, so... Apologies for that, but we are working on a way to keep the content a bit more consistent, and uh, you know we'll get some hopefully some equipment upgrades over the next well, few months. Let's
0: talk about what we're planning because I think it's it's going to be want to a bit guests. more interesting.
1: You know, we want to have guests and stuff.
0: Well, apart from the guests thing, what we've decided is that we're going to handle we're going to start tackling big topics over multi part podcasts because we've yes. got some things that we want to talk about. Such as um, we want to talk about counter economics. Yeah, that's. We, we want to talk about um, cryptocurrency. We want to talk about, and I'm sorry about this, but we really need to talk about it um, pedogate. Yeah there's some pretty substantial
1: topics out there basically that uh, that record, you know we could probably go on for hours about not not that you want to hear us talk for hours no, on end no. but we'll break it up into parts but that's sort of the plan for the podcast going forward you know So where, we
0: want to tackle a few of these big topics and we want to do it we're going to record it in one sitting and then uh, release it in yeah, parts
1: break it up into the uh you know the 30 to 45 minute yeah format
0: which does two things one it gives us the scope to be able to actually talk about it properly and in detail and cover all it rather than just sounding crazy and getting to conclusions we want to cover the thought process under which we get to our conclusions because it's that's what's wrong with conspiracy theories yeah you're just presenting a the conclusion
1: they don't often explain the arrival at that.
0: No, and there's a lot of history and and thoughts and philosophy. Yeah, exactly. Um, And the other thing it does is it allows us to pre-record some of the content. So if there's some weeks that we can't record live, we'll record a part of one of these things. So we're not really sure exactly how it's going to come out, but um, that's the plan for now. (laughs) That's the plan. (laughs) Fuck!
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to to change the sounds up depending on what topic we're talking about.
0: Yeah, like um, you need a cash register sound for when we do cryptocurrency. The (coughs) cha-ching... I've only got that. It's close, but yeah, we need the cha-ching thing, that, you know, the old be, school. That could be, yeah,
1: yeah. Possibly that could go in there. Um,
0: in fact, that would have been useful for the BPI story, I guess. It would well. have, yeah. yeah.
1: But we've already talked about it, so...
0: Did you see uh, that the London Bridge recent terror attack, it took, I think, two hours before I could find the first video, between when I heard saying about it... Saying it was all... Uh, saying
1: it was a hoax. Gladio B and yeah, so. crisis actors and etc
0: exactly and uh, you know that's another thing i would like to talk about at some point do you I'm think people
1: bit... actually believe that you know there's people employed to be actors in situations
0: well we know there are companies to... that do there are real crisis actors there there are companies that do this they they do it for corporations they run scenarios with with actors yeah um that that um that know, sort of thing what you're saying is
1: basically that sort of thing is in practice in plenty of you know uh Non um, misinformation ways. I guess I'm not saying that well. Yeah,
0: it's it's something corporations do, like like running a fire drill or whatever. But it's yeah, like, same, same What thing. if there was an economic disaster? Acting what out if...
1: scenarios. You know, guys yeah. that are good at, at at you know being a character in a certain situation.
0: Yeah, and the pattern is uh, for for many of the large terror attacks, um, these types of operations, you know, uh, scenario uh, things have been run. Around the time that the attacks are happening, so people get pretty suspicious about that because they're like, "Well, the crisis actors were there doing it, and then all of a sudden it's on the news, mm-hmm. and you know the crisis actors aren't talking about it." I find it a little implausible because I think it's surely one of these crisis actors would speak. Like once they see it on the news and go, "You know, it's we've funny actually that just they... taken part in a fake terrorist." Yeah, that, it's funny that, that talk
1: about it sort of hap- hasn't happened yet, where yeah. one of them has turned and said, "I'm actually here as an actor," and you know. I mean, they're probably, if they're involved in that sort of thing, and it actually is happening, they're probably, you know, told that they'll die if they say anything about it. Well, it could
0: just, be that, or the, the uh, a lot of them the seem to be death. family family members of the media, or um, you know, of the. The, the rich and powerful. Well, like they promise are...
1: things in acting, maybe. They promise things like, oh, if you do this, you know, in a yeah. few years, we'll give you this opportunity. And the... let's
0: face it, crisis actors are going to be out of work actors who are pretty desperate to get, you know, so maybe they're offered, you know, stardom in 10 years or something like that. I, who knows? I, I have no idea. Anyway, it's it's an interesting it's a idea. a big topic, anyway. It's... And you can, so
1: as you can hear, like, you know, I don't know whether these. Are we going to edit them, or we're we just going to we're just going to do one shots of,
0: of these? No, they'll be continuous. But I think um, you know we'll we'll split them up into parts as we do them. We, like, hopefully, we'll be better prepared for those episodes
1: yeah, than we'll, we are we'll, for the we'll live research. thing. Yeah, we'll research. we'll research of them a which we're bit. usually, you know, it's quite underprepared.
0: Well, we've had three weeks to prepare for this one. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> was it a classic? This one, yeah, no, I haven't liked it. No. So <laughs> <laughs> I've not
1: really liked a lot of it.
0: Nah,
1: that's nah, fine. It's shitting me, actually. It's fine. It's fine, and uh, we'll leave it
0: at that for this one. But, oh, could uh, oh, you, you got? No, something no, else? no let's, let's just let's just wind it up. It's... No, if it's important. No, I ha- I just had this in there. this clip. Like we were something talking something about... in your wheelhouse. Half you want to? Yeah, the, this is interesting because uh, you've got the conspiracy community who, after like one or two hours, suddenly start claiming hoax. And they don't really establish it, right? Yeah, but they then just, they. It's just an
1: opinion, basically. They come
0: out with this opinion. They just go, that, it's got all the sides of a hoax. Look, it looks like a yeah, fucking it's a hoax. a fucking red flag. Yeah. Uh, red flag? Red flag event.
1: False flags. False flags, yeah.
0: Sorry. And, um, <laughs> but the funny thing so is. they then, use red flags. Yeah, there's probably a red flag in there somewhere. I think have, I see one somewhere. They wave it in the background. There's it's one. A, subliminal. Yeah, justified. Yeah. Um, but they uh, simultaneously, they complain about the media saying terrorism too early so they're they're hypocrites because they're doing what they're criticizing the media of doing and, and they're, they're obviously they you know they're criticizing the media of say yeah. of trying to link it to islamic terrorism like immediately a, without having any evidence that it is it's like that
1: illuminati symbol of a snake eating its own tail
0: a little bit yeah if mm. that's a symbolism of hypocrisy well <laughs> so, sort of is i guess Not so really. have a listen to this this news report right
1: Seriously, hasn't been
0: an hour, and they are pushing terrorism as hard as they can on television. Listen to this crap. Multiple police
1: cars responding. Um, right now, we are still trying to get details. Police are not calling this a terrorist attack, but we have James Galliott
2: Police
0: aren't calling a terrorist attack, but let the news call a terrorist attack over and over.
1: i here with me in New York and James, you say that the approach when you're going into a situation with
2: multiple casualties and given the backdrop and the, the environment we are in, they would be approaching this as if it were a terrorist attack.
0: Anna, even in New York, when there's a gas main explosion, until you can say definitively beyond a hundred percent, no doubt that it's a gas explosion, we treat these as terrorist events now. So there you go. It's a terrorist attack, even though everybody's saying there's no evidence that it's a terrorist attack. That's right. There's, a, there's so much that comes out
1: in the media now that they're very, very willing to call terrorism, even if it's not terrorism.
0: Well, they they want to use the word terrorism as much as possible. They want right. To get us we've scared. used it
1: quite a few times in this
0: podcast, actually. It's terrifying how many times we've used it. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Cha-ching! Yeah, that's what we needed. Yeah. yeah, it would have worked. Oh well. That's that. right. That'll do. That. Yeah. yeah. Abrupt applause. <laughs> well, <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 funny. I, like I, I agree with that criticism of the media saying you know wanting to come to the conclusion that it's terrorism because that's more sensational. However, if we're going crit- to criticize the media of that, we can't really do it ourselves and then say, well, it's a hoax. It's a hoax. This guy's got a great example for how it's not a hoax. without some sort of
1: some sort of basis for believing that. It's not good enough to just come out with that opinion.
0: This is the first video I found, right? That's saying it was a hoax. You you want to hear the proof? I'll I'll play it a little, just quickly, and then we'll wind up. All right. But then I'm looking at it. I'm like, hang on a second. Why is this
1: all so smudgy down here, yet so clean up here? Right? So I went looking at the source. Where it's coming from is this supposed journalist, right? He's only done reports from, like, Manchester and this. He hasn't done shit. Right, I just love seeing the elephant too, like, the, I mean, like, right, because he's going to a busy at elephant castle, I get it, but really, you know? Um,
0: so did you get that, Rodders? Did you get what he was explaining there?
1: He was talking about smudges? Some. some uh, there's, a, there's a visual that, that goes Smudge with it, right? Death. So there's
0: a service information, uh, like whiteboard, uh, in the UK underground. The date on the uh, thing was the 3rd of the 6th, which is when the terrorist attack happened. Right. And the time was 22, 30 hours. That's important. You know why? Because 322 is the number of the skull and bones. Oh, oh shit. So they'd plan this out, right? They plan this out, these skull and bones fuckers, yeah. according to this guy. And then it says London Bridge and... Borough, Borough, Borough State... I don't know whether those and other stations are closed. This is because of a police investigation. All trains on all lines will not stop at London Bridge. And his proof he was talking about is that the whiteboard has been rubbed out at the bottom. Right. That's right? What you he was can see about. the smudgy, smudgy bits. Yeah. But not at the top. So the 322, that was pre planned. They knew it was going to happen at that time. Right. But then they changed the reason later for some. I have not. Look, honestly, it's a piece, I don't know what he's talking about. No. However, That proves it. (laughs) (laughs) It was a hoax. These crazy
1: conspiracy guys. Yeah. yeah. They (coughs) they they excuse me. They make it look. The reason I'm I'm so against that is because, um, and I forget where I saw this actually, but I think Corbett was talking about how questions Mm. have just become bad. Like you can't even ask questions now without being yeah labeled conspiracy theorist or something like that, and it's just such an easy way to you know, be marginalised and alienated from discussion when no, right. someone just starts attacking you for being a conspiracy theorist, just because you ask a, a, you know, seemingly normal question, level-headed, yeah. rational, logical question.
0: Yeah, well... For asking a question, you're a terrorist, If, if, people, if people die, you can't ask questions about anything. And I, I understand there's a lot of emotion yeah, and, involved. And, and you can't doubt the, you know, story, the, the propagated story. Yeah, so you always, you always get these scenarios story. where someone says, okay, that was a hoax event. And then in a comment section, you'll get one person going, oh, I guess it was a hoax that my brother is now dead and I just got back from his funeral. Thanks a lot, fuckface. Yeah. Right? And you get these comments and you go, well, oh, yeah, actually, that is really insensitive. I should, we shouldn't be talking about this. Um, it's maybe too soon or whatever. But even later, it's still sensitive. So you really can't discuss it. Yeah, it's hard to, anyway. You Unless know. you assume that all of the comments that say things like that are also, you know, just fake. Yeah, just bullshit. So there's an interesting um, interview that I watched a little while ago where the guy claimed that they are. And that he said he's devoted the last few years of his life to going around the world, finding just one yeah. sibling, parent, whatever, of any of the victims of these so-called hoax. And he hasn't found any. That's what he said. So that's something. If we do do this as a bigger topic, I want to, you know, I would definitely yeah. want to play that interview because he had some interesting things to say, and he did treat it quite not like this Joker, fucking idiot. By the way, he's got six thousand six hundred and sixty-nine views. There's a six 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 in there, so yeah. he's with them. So he's, he's he's with them. He's part of the uh, yeah these global elites. The loop although I guess real, now that I've watched it. it, that would go to 6670 and ruin the ruin the whole numerology of it.
1: Wow. Well. Wouldn't it? That's what we're all about, isn't it?
0: Yep.
1: Fuck R- you. Ruining their it. What's this, YouTube channel? Fuck
0: Ru- you, Matty D for truth. <laughs> 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 He's got me right there. All right, wind it up. All right. Oh, by the way, first comment on that video. Oh, it's 12.40, by the way. Thoughts of a deluded wanker. Oh, 12.40, there you go. 12.40. It's a good time to wind up. Just cut it off. Do- Out of breath. Ran yeah. out of breath. Yeah. No,
1: I didn't get to actually wind it up. You should have done All right. that. wind it up. Okay. So it's been that's been the, <laughs> the twelve forty hangover cure podcast. It's a lot of pressure to wind it up. Get out of bed if you're in bed at this uh, at this time. Get out of it and uh, get out
0: of bed. Stretch your legs, but just watch out for the terrorists. They're just, everywhere.
1: They're around the corner. Just remember, they're just around the corner. You should look at everybody as a potential. Terrorist, and uh, protect yourself. Walk around on guard, paranoid, in fear. If you can can get eyes installed in the back of your head, do so. That's right. Get them installed and uh, and uh, get them working, and keep your eyes out for terrorism. Mm. It's everywhere. No, look seriously. It's so boring that shit about terrorism. (laughs) It's just it's so boring, and the fact that you know it's trying to be invented in pakenham is is quite hilarious really it's pretty hilarious to me
0: terrorism comes to pakenham you know my life will never be the same so you know
1: don't do any of the things i just said because i was joking all right yeah just act opposite to that no one's a terrorist it's very little actually very unlikely to happen and uh, in the grand scheme of things well, not to say it won't,
0: but it's worth noting we were never told what the object was in Pakenham. No, it was just a smoking, a smoking object, and I a mean, car speeding away. I mean, if you're a news reporter, isn't the first thing that you would do is try to identify what this object was? <laughs>
1: they couldn't have; they must but have no, been able they to talk tell about,
0: what it was. They talk about the bomb squad and the the big the, the robot, the fancy robot, and all this stuff. we had to dismantle the object, the smoking object. Anytime it's mysterious. Uh,
1: like that it's because they don't know well, or they don't want to tell you it's
0: not convenient to tell you it or was they, something harmless or they don't want to tell you it's something that, that's, that's completely right. harmless it was probably one of those things you know they have in church that they, they have on chains yeah and it was probably a, a, of a, of it. a priest
1: or a bishop or something going to the ATM and Yeah, and he set just it down and walked off without it I mean, just had those a seizure. guys are old yeah he
0: just you had know, a seizure threw it out his window he had a mild stroke and then drove off yeah he's probably in hospital right now yeah poor guy. anyway where's my smoking ball <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be we'll be back next week.
1: Yeah, we'll do it next week. We'll do it next sure. week. We'll uh, we'll figure this shit out and um, get at us on uh, the social medias at twelve forty podcasts. Oh please do. SoundCloud. We what craved, else we are? We, on? we oh. crave attention. iTunes. Have we got a review on iTunes yet? I don't think we have. No, not yet. Come on, guys. Come on. Is it Someone's that? Someone's got to have iTunes out there. They've
0: got it, right? I can't really recommend installing iTunes.
1: I hate iTunes, by the way. It's terrible software. It's fucking terrible. Loads up your computer and... and it's horrible. Worse. Worse. Opens all kinds of back doors. I think, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Straight to the NSA. Um, but yeah, look us up on there. Hit us up. Tell us how big of a wankers we are. Or I am. Or either one of no, us. No,
0: no. You can include me. I want to I <laughs> be in that. Count me in. Uh, and uh, we'll be back next week. All right, shut it off. Can it. See you next week. Fuck! Ah! Is it still going? Yeah. Oh, turn it off. You want to turn it off? Yeah. Really? Do it mid-sentence, though, so don't let me finish this sentence. Just shut it off before I finish. Okay.